hurts. Um, continuing in our discussion of Birkat Ayayin Bisuda, drinking wine during a meal. So we mentioned yesterday the halacha that if a person makes a bracha on wine before the meal, so that covers wine during the meal. So the example we gave is you're at the uh, hors d'oeuvres, you haven't sat down to uh, have your full meal yet, uh, you go ahead and you make a bracha on the glass of wine, that's going to cover any wine that you drink during the meal, again, assuming that you had in mind that you were open to drinking wine during the meal. Here the Shachan Ruch says, uh, sorry, here the Mishaburah adds, He said this would also cover any wine that you're going to drink after the meal has completed, uh, and you have not yet said your Birkat Amazon, and you still want to go ahead and drink wine. He explains, right? it's Specifically in a place where that was the common practice, we'll see that's probably not the common practice today, but they would have an entire meal, and then before they would end that meal, there would be a course of just drinking, which I don't know why it went by the wayside, but let's say uh, it did. He says, He explains that if you only made the bracha during the meal, that actually would not cover the wine that comes after the meal, which is interesting. So wine before the meal will cover the wine after the meal. Wine during the meal will not cover the wine after the meal. Now, why should that be the case? The wine that you're drinking during the meal is to help with the uh, process of the eating. He says, and therefore, because the wine during the meal is meant for the purpose of enjoying the eating, so that bracha is only going to cover that process. It's not going to cover the process which comes afterwards, which is drinking just for the sake of drinking, just for enjoyment. Uh, he continues to go on to say, the Beit Yosef points out that you just got to be careful the way you would apply that rule because a lot of times, even though you're done eating, you're still drinking because of the food that you just ate. So we're talking about a situation where it's not like you're still thirsty after your meal because of the meal. We're talking about a situation where the meal is done, you're not hungry, you're not thirsty, you're really just drinking wine for the sake of drinking wine. Mr. Brewer says, uh, while this is very nice, and in theory, wine before the meal would cover wine uh, both during and after, but wine during the meal would not cover the wine after. He says, nowadays, we don't really have this practice. We don't sit around and just drink wine for the sake of drinking wine, I think. I don't know. That's what he says. Uh, he says that technically, we'll eat and we'll drink, and then we bench immediately afterwards. I do think about this all the time. Sometimes you're a guest, for example, at someone's house on Shabbos, and you have the entire meal, and then for whatever reason, they're holding you hostage, and they're not benching, right? And you don't want to be the guy who's like... You know, we got we to gotta bench. We got things to go. See, I could be that guy because I'm like, in the, especially in the winter, like I got study group at four o'clock. I apologize. I got to get out of here, right? But sometimes you can't do it. You're really just sitting around and maybe you're drinking, maybe you're not. I don't know, right? So uh, in general, we don't have this practice. Typically, we eat, we drink, and then we bench. It used to be that they would have like this separate course was really just for the purpose of drinking for drinking, not drinking because of the meal. So technically, the wine before the meal would have covered the wine during the meal and after. Uh, the wine during the meal would not cover the wine after but nowadays we don't seem to have this practice. So I don't know how much of this is really going to help us, but important to note nonetheless. Rabbi Hanan, Amerikash, Omer, Tzakar, 